Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the C-Motionals podcast. We just wanted to bring a little safety precaution out here. The Atlantic Ocean is getting pounded by hurricanes. We hope that if you're in the danger zone, please be safe. Keep your family safe. Check in with your friends and family that you're not with. Keep your pets inside or make sure you don't leave them out. And we hope you enjoy the episode. C-Motionals Podcast. Welcome to C-Motionals, everybody. It is your host, Anthony, with my co-host here. Hi. Hi. We're back on week two of being back for you guys, and we have an interesting episode planned for you. It is episode 11, and what we wanted to talk to you guys about is I'm not sure if you are familiar what side of the world you're on, what where you're listening from, but Canada just got hit with a crazy hurricane. It was Hurricane Fiona, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nova Scotia got pounded. And there's another hurricane coming. Yeah, right to us. Right to Florida. Yeah. That's where we are, folks. So we thought it would be interesting to kind of focus an episode on weather. But not just the weather, right? Right. (laughs) We're going to focus it on animals that can actually predict the weather. Now, whether this can ever help us one day, we don't know. But we're here to tell you which animals can do that. What we're going to go over here is some perceptive information that scientists have gathered and experts in animal ecology and biology and Studies of animals showing changes in the environment, and you know, we there's barometers that can test the weather, altimeters. Did I say the right altimeter? El- altimeter, uh, you know, pressures, different humidities, different wind levels, different temperatures in the atmosphere. And as you may be aware or not be aware, animals have a crazy heightened sense, they have weather predicting abilities. and they can show behavior before a storm hits. Hear, smell, sense, and we're going to go over all that right now. Yeah, we're going to share some of the animals that we believe can predict the weather. Some of these are more proven than others. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start with an animal. This one we, a lot of us already know about. I have definitely have heard about this even growing up. This is something... Uh, I heard, I didn't know if it was true or not, but cows predicting 
the rain, according to the old farmer's almanac, when cows lie down in a field, this is said to indicate that it's going to rain. So I definitely heard this growing up. So if I saw cows laying down, I was like, oh, it's going to rain soon. Mm. Yeah. You never heard that? No, no. Huh. Even, even strange because I grew up in a predominantly crop heavy area of the world. Like a lot of cows? Yeah. Oh, cows, okay. horses, farms. Hmm. So yeah, I never heard that before. I feel like no one told me that before. <laughs> I definitely heard that growing up. So I, I, I think recently, I, you know, I, I don't really pay attention to that, but I definitely did growing up and now I will as mm. well. Also, which direction the cow faces while they stand can be telling. Um, if they're facing the west, it means that the skies will be uh, clear. And if they're mm. facing east, it means the weather is going to get worse. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting because researchers actually did a study and a hypothesis about this. And they actually found with the you know, data that they've gathered that this was true. This is all true. Cows really do predict the weather. And I'm sure this for, I don't know how long, maybe centuries, has been helping farmers. Yeah. I mean, now we have technology that probably helps us a lot more. But it's still really cool that they can, they can sense the weather, these things happening. Whether they know it or not, they're acting differently. Yeah. Also, when they, this, the cow scratches its ear, that's another thing that's supposed to mean that the shower is near, like the rain is near. So I didn't know cows had talent. <laughs> Apparently, they, cows lose heat by standing up. So when they lie down, when they sense the air temperatures dropping. Well, I'm sorry, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> I didn't say that right. <laughs> what you were meaning was like cows lose heat by standing up. So in rainstorms, uh, most places in the world during a rainstorm, it gets colder albeit aside from the tropics like Florida and most of South America and that sort of thing. You know, basically conserve on heat. They lie down to preserve their heat levels. And okay. this, is, this is what they'll, they'll be doing, basically. Yeah, we'll have to, if we go out anywhere near cows in the next day or so, we should see if they're lying down. Yeah, <laughs> especially since the hurricane's coming. The you hurricane's know? supposed to come tomorrow night through the next day thursday so yeah this episode will be out the day the hurricane is supposed to hit so you're welcome audience hopefully if you're over here you don't lose power and you can listen to of it of course yes but i'm sure there's many listeners that aren't just in central florida or florida mm. so we have another animal that we're going to talk about and is uh our lovely frogs and toads and you know i Growing up, I've had multiple ponds and uh, creeks and rivers that I used to walk down when I was younger. And during, during times of rain, I would hear frogs, their croaks get a lot more deeper and louder. They're like, <laughs> versus when, you know, it's midsummer's day and you just hear, Rrr. and now that I've done this research and looked at this, like those croaks it totally makes sense in my childhood now. Yeah. Really, it does. Mm -hmm. Like, hearing that, I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense now. So frogs, croaks actually mean a storm is on its way. And as the volume increases, the storm is closer. Now, this has been on reports of weather.com. Experts have said that they can predict, like, you know, storms and stuff 
if is this like weather predicting really true i'm not quite you know scientifically sure but i'm gonna let kira talk about what toads can do because it's actually a little bit more interesting than storm predictions apparently toads can predict other natural disasters like earthquakes in april 2009 there was a earthquake in alaquilia italy five days before the earthquake struck a colony of toads near uh la aquila (laughs) by the way i want to point out the toads themselves were actually 46 miles away from the city. A little fun fact. I wonder how far away that was from the earthquake. I don't know. But they started disappearing um, before the earthquake came. And then they returned a few days after it happened. So somehow they knew that it was coming and they fled the scene. And then when it was over, they'd come back. So that was a pretty clear indication that they kind of felt it coming. They think it has to do with the, the changes in the magnetic field, the amount of radon gas uh, present in groundwater that the toads can sense. Huh, that's interesting. To go off of what you said about the changes in the groundwater and the magnetic field, more studies and scientists have done research that they could potentially be really sensitive to the ionosphere which is the electromagnetic layer in the Earth's atmosphere. And it's actually weird that male toads become less active at breeding in the time leading up to an earthquake. There's like a 90, it's almost a 100% reduction in males. Oh, okay. Really strange, you know? Yeah. It's almost like they can just, there is an earthquake 50 miles away. I'm hightailing it out of here. (laughs) Ribbit, ribbit, gone. And, um... Frogs actually eat our next animal for fun. So we can just dive into our next animal since it's the prey of our frogs. The next one is the cricket. Can you make a cricket sound? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. No, I cannot. Well, the farmer's almanac says back in 1857, scientist Amas Delbert's article, the cricket as a thermometer so apparently they can their thermometer can detect the temperature i did not know that and there's a correlation between the temperature and the rate at which crickets chirp which is really cool and there's a formula for figuring out what those chirps meant so what you do is you count the number of chirps you hear in 14 seconds then add 40 to get the outside temperature approximately if you hear 30 chirps the outside temperature is around 70 degrees Fahrenheit. That's hmm. really crazy. If Yeah. This is just like an innate ability. Yeah. Like, why? We've, we've been able to attribute math to it. That's interesting. I wonder if it's related like to... Like communicating? I think it's more... Maybe it's related to like if it's... They're trying to like react to the temperature and maybe they're chirping, I don't know, does something for their body. I would have to research that more. Yeah. I never knew crickets were involved with the weather. No, so we do hear crickets here, so that would be interesting to like test out and see. Yeah, I think there's crickets in a lot of places in North America, so next time you guys hear crickets, try to see if you can count those chirps. Count the number of chirps you hear in 14 seconds and add 40 to get the approximate outside temperature. Yeah, which I'm sure if you're hearing crickets, you're either 
like close to your bedroom window or just outside in general so you'd probably know the temperature but it's still a cool experiment to do yeah that's awesome well our next creature is birds and birds are really interesting because birds have come from the dinosaurs they are the last living relatives of the dinosaurs so they already have in insane abilities there's so many thousands of species of birds there's so many thousands of different you know unique things that birds have each bird is different each bird does a different thing and there's an old saying with birds that says if crows fly in pairs expect fine weather a crow flying alone is a sign of foul weather that's like the birds of a feather flock together kind of thing you know it's an old it's an old saying and People are saying it might not be exactly true, but according to ornithology, which is the study of our feathered friends, that actually can tell us, you know, birds can tell us what's going to happen in the atmosphere. And I also did not know birds. Oh, well, okay. So I knew birds had some sort of ability to change, like detect temperature, but I thought it was like how kind of we sense temperature where we're like, oh, it's cold. Let's go somewhere else. Right. So like birds migrate and mm -hmm. they fly to different areas of the globe, depending on like, you know, some birds migrate north, some go south. So I knew that there was they can sense some changes in the atmosphere. But what's really interesting is they can, you know, detect barometric changes in, you know, pre-storm, which causes birds to perch and rather than fly. So, you know, you'll see them lined up on a power line when when there's clouds overhead, it's gray, it's it's overcast, it's about to rain or pour, and I never attributed that. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I definitely know about like obviously they they migrate right during different seasons, but I didn't quite know that they can predict um storms. I always thought like crows, well just crows in general especially if they're like squawking or making a sound yeah. that something bad was happening. I don't know if storm or what, but I do feel like there's a correlation. They're like trying to tell each other like, hey, hey, there's a storm coming. Whenever I hear crows, I just get a weird feeling. <laughs> I love them though. I used to have them at uh, my old office. There was crows everywhere, hmm. but maybe they only did come at certain times, like different times of the weather, but I love them. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah, they're everyone's favorite little black bird. Are they? Uh, they're they're pretty <laughs> nice. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're just kind of like creepy because like we have like I don't know. Like crows are them. crows are definitely sort of creepy, but you know I think that also comes into social norms as well with crows. Like yeah, it's just like TV. They're in and like horror movies and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I wanted to add on to what you were saying about the the migratory birds. Most, not all, but most migratory birds actually use infrared sound or infrasound. Infrasound is a type of wavelength that is present in bigger, more robust wavelengths, such as explosive volcanic eruptions, heavy storms, supersonic aircraft, meteors, and... It's the actual base threshold for human hearing as well, which is 20 cycles per second hertz, which is 20 hertz, basically. I didn't know this, but migratory birds, most migratory birds rely on this infrared storm to avoid such things. Like if there's a, a volcanic explosion in the distance, you know, hundreds of miles away, birds can pick up on that and reroute. 
if there's a plane overhead, they can reroute themselves or a storm coming and migratory birds can, you know, use this infrasound to pick up on wavelengths throughout the atmosphere and actually reroute themselves in mid-route. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is really crazy. It's, it's just like they can pick up on the wavelengths. And this, this was actually a study done at Berkeley that uh, is like 250 to 600 miles away. Birds can pick up on things. That's like half the distance to New York from yeah, that's Florida. that's pretty wild. Birds are like, oh, there's a volcano over there. <laughs> like, Imagine like feeling that. Yeah, right? Maybe, maybe we do have some of those abilities that we just have so much like going on in our brains and we're busy that we don't pay attention to those things because like you were saying before that you can sense some um, weather changes yourself and i've had people i've had um yeah some people tell me that they they know when um maybe rain or a storm is coming because they get headaches because mm-hmm. of the pressure so i had a friend that would be like oh my head is hurting like the rain is coming mm-hmm. <laughs> or like joint pain yeah humans themselves in a very i think small manner can pick up on storms yeah maybe not as strongly but again it could just be because we're we're busy and our minds are busy we're not just sitting there on like a pole like that's the only thing we're doing (laughs) feeling what's going on what's going on over there (laughs) i feel a storm yeah i know a lot of people get tired during storms they feel sleepy or if, if there's a storm coming, they automatically feel just like, what's the word? Well, the I blues? Feel, I, feel like, I feel sleepy when the storm is here, and it has to do with the cloudiness. And, like, the sun is gone, so I feel more, like, you know, just sleepy because the sun is what, like, energizes us and keeps our cortisol levels higher. So mm. I don't feel like it so much predicts it, but just when it's here is when, at least for me, I feel tired. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want to, like, relax and go to sleep in my bed. <laughs> the my rain blues. The rain blues. Well, I don't feel sad. In fact, I feel, like, good. Yeah. I like the rain. I mean, if we didn't have it, I wouldn't want it all the time. But in Florida, we get a ton of sun. So, like, a little bit of rain doesn't, doesn't make me sad. It my just... actual, my favorite weather temperature, just weather yeah. in general, is is, like, Sun is there, but the clouds are just not letting the sun through. It's like all it's all gray and cloudy yeah. outside, and the wind is. That is my favorite too. And it's not raining, and it won't rain, ever. It's just yeah. it's just it's just the wind is. I love windy days. And the clouds are over, and it's all gray, and it looks depressing. But it's like I love it. You know what's funny? I you know we make all these different like usernames for like accounts we have. You know like. I don't know, AOL and Instagram, whatever. We have usernames. I've had many usernames called Windy Day because I love hmm. Windy Days. So that's something I've always loved. And in fact, one of my favorite weathers is actually right before a hurricane. Not today, it's too early, but before it actually comes is that sort of weather where it's like gray and it's really windy, but it's not raining yet. And I love to just sit outside. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Not so much the hurricane part, although I don't think we'll get it too bad here but hopefully not yeah we never know until it's like closer but i love that weather it feels so good i agree we gotta talk about fishies all right so there's another saying trout jump high when rain is nigh now what does nigh mean no it means like coming but again changes in barometric pressure can be felt by 
animals that live underwater as well. So mm. fish can feel it too. And when rain is coming, low pressure systems um, occur and it can cause like plants, plant particles that were trapped at the bottom of the water to rise. And this brings microscopic organisms hmm. um, and then it, it provides more food for small fish. And the small fish in turn, of course, become food for larger fish. So when this happens, many fish, not just trout, increase their leaping activity. So they'll more jumping fish. If you see a lot of jumping fish, it could be it's mm. like a long process for all that to happen. You know, the particles rise and the small fish come, the big fish come, and then they're jumping. But yeah, that's another interesting one to pay attention to. Not, I mean, not if you just see one leaping fish that you always see jumping fish, but if you see a lot more or it happening like more than it usually does, then it could indicate something is coming. You know, there's a saying in the fishing world that when you go fishing in the rain, you'll catch more as a fisherman yeah, in okay. the morning. That makes sense. So that whole thing makes a lot of sense that you just mentioned. Um, I think we should do a few more interesting ones here. We, we Sharks. Running out of time. Sharks. They can sense the weather. Apparently so. Wow. I did not know that. So what they do is they just, they swing, they swim deeper into water for protection. So that's something they've noticed when storms are coming that they'll just go deeper in, which sounds great because I'm sure if you're down there, you don't really get affected by the, the weather too much. Yeah. So that's really cool. I know they have a buoyancy sack, uh, which helps keep them afloat and stable and vertical, you know, in, in the ocean. So that makes a lot of sense. They just... They're like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this crazy storm. I'm just going to release some air and go down. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense because they've been around for hundreds of millions of years. So I'm sure by now they've adapted that strategy to survive. They've, they've been through, you know, the extinction of the dinosaurs. They've been through a lot. They know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just get into the next one. So sheep is a big one. So Is it? I guess. <laughs> There's another saying, okay, there's a lot of sayings. You guys should learn all of these. <laughs> when sheep gather in a huddle, tomorrow we will have a puddle. I, I like that, that one. That one is the best, the best one yet. So if you see sheep huddling, they are trying to keep each other warm before the rain comes. You know, the rain makes you cold. That's cute. So they're trying to keep each other warm. And people in Iceland think that if a sheep, this is kind of a weird one. I don't know if this one is true, but I don't know if anyone is from Iceland, if you can share if this is something that is thought there. But if sheep start to urinate more frequently, I don't know who's watching this either. It's a sign that rain is going to come. So again, it's like unclear if this is true or not, but this is something that is out there and known. I would like to see like the study done for that. <laughs> like what scientist was like, let me study sheep pee. And storm predictions. It's just something that they've noticed, but maybe haven't done a study on. Yeah. But another interesting one, um, supposedly, if sheep are headbutting each other, it foretells heavy winds. So I don't know if they're like upset or what, or if they're just talking to each other. But again, this is probably from observation that people have noticed. Yeah. But so th this seems more of um, instead of science, it's backed by. Uh, recounted tales and, yeah. and stories yeah that people i mean notice. that's a, that's a ton of things you know scientific studies takes a lot of money yeah so a lot of things like just aren't scientific scientifically like studied and published but 
if you've seen an occurrence like happen over and 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 over again, you know, likely it's it's something true. Is going like on. something is happening. But yeah, go sheep. <clears throat> well, I got a quick one. Um, that's actually kind of interesting because it's not an animal. It's a plant. Didn't think I'd throw a plant at you, did you? No, I didn't not. Ha, 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 ha. I tripped you up. I tripped everyone up. I tripped you, the audience, and myself. Yourself? You didn't <laughs> um, know it was coming? No, I didn't know. No, I'm just kidding. So daisies, you know, everyone's favorite flower, I think, maybe. I don't know. Daisies will close their petals during the day ahead of rain. Here's a nice little picture for you. Um, I don't have a picture for the audience because we're not doing this live. Daisies will fold up, basically, like a little pizza or a little taco. ahead of a storm and this is like a night ahead of the storm or like a day ahead of the storm like you know six plus hours ahead of the storm they will pop up their daisies and as the temperature drops it actually causes the underside of the flower to force the petals closed so i never knew that with daisies and i thought that was really cool yeah that is really cool the flower's like nope not getting wet so i'm gonna close up today closing up shop (laughs) bye-bye everyone (laughs) That's pretty cool. Right. Well, I'm going to talk about just the last two here. Pets. Cats are incredibly intuitive and sensitive. Yeah, they are. And they can definitely predict the weather. They can usually um, predict thunderstorms and changes in the atmospheric pressure. They can also hear incredibly well. So they can hear like thunder that is still really far away. Experts also believe they can smell the metallic odor in the atmosphere that occurs right before a storm. Mm. They can smell so good. They they can also even smell the distinct rain itself, which I feel like I can smell rain too, but maybe they can smell it from way farther away. Yeah, humans can definitely, I think, smell rain before it comes down, but... Not too far. Right. They probably can smell it way farther. And dogs as well. They also have weather predicting abilities. There's been like stories where they can, like they're learning families of danger, tornadoes and hurricanes and their behavior may change. So Hmm. pay attention to your pets and your cats and dogs the next few days. If you're someone that may be getting hit by the hurricane, if your dog is barking more or whining or trying to hide. Um, that could be another sign. I'm going to be hiding too. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that our pets could do that? Uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but there are other, some other animals, bees and butterflies, ladybugs, ants. These are some other insects and animals that can also predict different weather changes before we know. You know, I'm going to close up with this last one. You know what else can predict the weather? What? The sun and the moon. How? <laughs> not, not, it's more inadvertently predicting the weather. Sometimes when it's about to rain indefinitely, you indefinitely? will. Indefinitely? It's going to rain forever? No, I meant that as in like it's indefinitely going to rain soon. The sun or the moon, depending on if it's night or daytime, you'll see a fuzzy halo kind of looking almost like a contact lens around. <laughs> and that means that. Rain, hail, snow, any form of precipitation is on the way, coming straight at you. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Mm. Hmm. I thought it was cool. I never really noticed. I paid attention. 
Yeah, yeah. I know there was like an old saying I was telling you about the other day where like sailors said if there's an orange sky, like a storm is on its way. Yeah, which I saw yesterday. I didn't see it today, though. No, no. But it. I don't know the exact science behind it, and I'm not going to pretend like I do, but I have heard this before that like yeah. the orange sky is a, changes the color in the sky for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Sailors, yeah. sailors would see and be like, nope, turn him back. So if we didn't have all this technology, we'd still have some clues that storms were coming. If we pay attention to animals and pay attention to plants and paid attention to the sky and the sun and the moon, we wouldn't really know that what exactly is coming or like how bad it's going to be necessarily, but we would know to prepare <laughs> at least <Yeah. laughs> in some way. We would be somewhat prepared. Maybe this is how we've survived. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, like, these things aren't dangerous. Like, storms aren't really that dangerous. The hurricane, maybe. It depends. Mm-hmm. Depends on where you are. Depends on how bad it is and if you get hit in the head by a tree. Oh, wow. We went violent really quick. Well, I'm saying the, the storm itself maybe isn't dangerous. It's like you might get hit by something. I think that's what's very dangerous, right? Or flooding, too. Flooding. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Flooding is usually the worst thing in a hurricane. Yeah. For sure. So I hope that we don't get that. Yeah, right. All right. Well, that is, you know, an amount of animals that can predict the weather. I don't remember how many we did. but I don't know, but there's probably more out there. These are all the ones we found for now. Do your digging if if you're interested in this and if you want to know more about animals that can predict the weather or nature that can predict the weather because there's plants too. And I'm sure there's other signs in nature, you know, with the orange sky. and, and Oh, the... yeah. I used to have this. It was like this little, um, it was like a weather predicting, like, uh, glass thing. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. I've, I've done a science experiment with it once. That's really cool, too. Um, I really don't know the details on it. Is it the Galileo thermometer? Maybe. Like a, it's like a glass. Yeah, it's like a little glass, like storm glass thing. It's like a little bottle, basically. It looks like a like a teardrop almost in some ways. And it's also just like reacting to the barometric press pressure. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll drop a link in the description of this episode, and you guys can go check one out on a website and buy one if you want. It's really cool. I like. I would personally buy one just to have in my house. Just one, they're cool, and two, it could probably tell you like what sort of weather is coming up. You don't know exactly what it is. You don't know what time. You don't know what sort of storm, but it's just really cool. But you know. I think I would totally get one because (laughs) I think they're cool. Yeah, maybe we should definitely get that. That has been our episode. We were going to go. We're going to make sure we're good for this hurricane. So we hope you guys are good for the hurricane or hopefully not located in Florida. And yeah, do you have any closing statements? (laughs) Stay safe out there, you hear? Stay safe out there, you heard? Yeah. Please bring any of your pets or animals inside. Don't leave them behind. If you are someone who is going to be impacted by the storm, please leave your pets with somebody. Or obviously if you're home, bring them inside. Don't leave them outside to get hurt. Thank you. Thank you for not hurting your pets. They always just like leave their dog. Home, they'll travel away and like your dog. Yeah, you can just leave your pet. Rude. Rude. 
Thank you for tuning in. We thank you for listening to The Weather Spectacular. Bye-bye.